Joe Biden and John Kerry want to block out the sun to fight global warming. AOC and other leftists have a meltdown over affirmative action. Plus, Pete Buttigieg takes heat for more travel delays. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Joe Biden, climate czar John Kerry, and Biden's entire environmental team, because they are exploring an idea that ranks right up there with the dumbest ideas of all time. Like, say, trying to create rocket roller skates. Yep, not the smartest idea. Or how about testing out your own homemade jetpack? That guy started off so promising too. But unless you're Iron Man, you probably shouldn't be making your own jetpack. Well, Joe Biden and his team are now having their own hold my beer moment by saying, we can top that. Yep, Biden, Kerry, and company are taking their fight against global warming to the next level by wanting to block out the sun. That's right, Biden is looking at possible deployment of technologies designed to block sunlight in order to dramatically cool the planet. What could possibly go wrong? As reported by the Epic Times, the Biden administration just released a new report on solar radiation modification or solar geoengineering. So they can consider the pros and cons of artificially messing with the Earth's atmosphere to lower the Earth's temperature. Here's how it would work. Meanwhile, Bill Gates is backing the first high altitude experiment of one radical climate change solution, creating a massive chemical cloud that could cool the Earth. It's called solar geoengineering, and it's highly controversial. It would look something like this. Thousands of planes would fly very high and use nozzles to inject millions of tons of light-reflecting particles into the stratosphere. It would create a thin chemical cloud of those particles around the whole planet, blocking some sunlight from reaching the surface. It would mimic a giant volcanic eruption, which we know cools the Earth. Yep, works just like a volcanic eruption, and Bill Gates is involved. Raise your hand if you want any part of that combination. The efforts to implement solar radiation modification are being met with some resistance. Not all scientists are in consensus as opposed to what Beto O'Rourke would always love to say. This is our final chance. The scientists are absolutely unanimous on this, that we have no more than 12 years to take incredibly bold action on this crisis. What a goof. In January of 2022, a group of scientists published an open letter making the case for an international non-use agreement on solar geoengineering. But as this is going on and the dangers are being noted, not to mention are completely obvious, private companies are still doing testing and Joe Biden wants to weigh the pros and cons. All right, next, let's talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on affirmative action. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, Hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on, 
That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about the left-wing reaction to the Supreme Court's ruling, which struck down race-based admissions at America's colleges and universities. This is a huge ruling, and it's one that I have been praying for for a long time. Anyone who knows me or has watched the show knows that I'm an advocate of MLK's colorblind society. Judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Merit over Marxism, as I like to say. But the left exists on a climate of division. They promote victimhood, and their only solution is to strike back at so-called oppressors. The result, which they know is not unexpected, is to actually exclude instead of include. The result is to promote racism while calling opponents racist. It's all upside down, but the chaos leftist policies create is also part of the end goal. But now, the Supreme Court has struck down an actual example of systemic racism. And of course, Democrats and others on the left are completely freaking out. We cannot let this decision be the last word. I want to emphasize, we cannot let this decision be the last word. While the court can render a decision, it cannot change what America stands for. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez had a host of nonsensical comments following the Supreme Court's ruling, which shows she has absolutely no grasp of how the Constitution actually works. The Supreme Court is going themselves much too far. They are expanding their role into acting as though they are Congress itself. And that, I believe, is an expansion of power that we really must be focusing on. The danger of this court and the abuse of power in this court, the Supreme Court is far overreaching their authority. And I believe, frankly, that we really need to be having conversations about judicial review um, as a check on the courts as well. Well, she clearly doesn't know what the term judicial review means. And what's so interesting about the left is they will rail against something that they actually want because they aren't getting the outcome that they want. The left wants the Supreme Court to act like a legislative body. That's just a fact. That's why during Supreme Court confirmations, the Democrats go about asking, they don't ask about the Constitution. They ask nominees how they feel about certain issues. How do you feel about gay rights? How do you feel about abortion? The left wants legislators. They are in a meltdown now because they are simply not getting the decisions they want. So they are crying that the court is acting like Congress. It's just classic. But here's the thing. As much as they are complaining, the American people support getting rid of affirmative action, racial preference policies. They want people treated equally, not held back because of race, not excluded because of race. According to an ABC News Ipsos poll, they found 52% approve of the ruling, while only 32% disapprove. And that disapproval is driven significantly by Democrats. 75% of Republicans favor the ruling. 58% of independents do as well. But for Democrats, only 26% approve. The reason? Americans want rewards given to people who earn them. It's a very simple concept. And yet, you have people like MSNBC's Joy Reid lamenting the end of college affirmative action, saying that's the only reason she was able to get into Harvard. Well, let me just be clear. I got into Harvard only because of affirmative action. Anyone who ever watches her show on MSNBC knows that what she said is exactly right. No doubt about it. But ultimately, the Supreme Court decision comes down to following the Constitution. As much as the left loves to say that America is systemically racist, they just love the one program that actually was systemically racist. Go figure. All right. 
Next, let's talk about Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, because travel delays and cancellations are back in the news. And Mayor Pete never seems to have a clue about what is going on. Oh, he'll talk forever and forever and try to sound so sophisticated. But whether as mayor of South Bend, Indiana, or now in the Biden administration, Buttigieg is in over his head. Keep in mind that this is the guy who said he was qualified to be transportation secretary because he's always liked planes and trains. Buttigieg was asked why with the flood of cancellations this week and the major flight issues back in January, is everything so chaotic? Well, uh, if you look at the overall picture, we've seen a lot of improvements, but uh, we had a hard few days with severe weather at the beginning of the week, and that definitely put enormous pressure on the system. Uh, I yeah. think most passengers understand that no one can control the weather, but anything that's under the control of the airlines and anything that we can do on the FAA side, we need to continue pushing to make sure that there's the smoothest possible experience for air passengers everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. But luckily, the Face of the Nation host stuck with this topic for a little longer and didn't just accept the canned opening response. And to that point, private industry seems to be pointing back to your office. JetBlue's uh, president said she was blaming the FAA. United CEO was very clear, saying the FAA failed us. Um, the DOT's inspector general, general said last month the FAA has no real plan in place to fix the problem of inadequate air traffic control staffing in Miami, New York, key hubs. Nice follow-up. I hate when these officials get asked a question that may actually be a good question, but then the host just accepts the bogus answer. I at least appreciate the follow-up. Now, let's see Mayor Pete's response. Well, first of all, let me be very clear that even according to the industry's own data, air traffic control staffing issues account for less than 10% of the delay minutes in the system. Uh, FAA is using new technology, for example, to open up routes that are more direct using GPS, which means less flight time and ultimately can contribute to less congestion. In the Florida airspace, we actually have enough commercial space launches taking place now that that can be a factor as that airspace gets closed down, especially on those busy travel days. Wow, nationwide problems, and Pete references Florida rocket launches. But the thing is, the airlines can complain, and the American people will complain, but Joe Biden is the one who picks people like Kamala Harris, Alejandro Mayorkas, and Mayor Pete. The entire administration is staffed with bozos, and bozo number one needs to go in 2024. All right, next let's talk about the leading contender to send Joe Biden packing from the White House, and that's former President Trump. The man vying to be the 47th president of the United States held a rally in South Carolina and the turnout was incredible. And now Joe has given China the green light as they open up, not even believable, military installations in Cuba, just 90 miles off our coast. Think of that. And that will end as soon as I'm president. China will be leaving. They will be leaving. They will be leaving. And we had a very good relationship. You didn't hear about Taiwan and you didn't hear about Ukraine from Putin during my four years. They say, how do you know? Because that would have never happened. They say, how do you know? They say, because number one, it never happened. It was never even discussed. They knew better. Joe Biden's policy is China first. My policy is very simple, America first. I just love it. America first. It seems logical and filled with common sense. Unless, of course, you don't want America to succeed. You want other countries to take the lead. You want the American way of life 
to be destroyed, then you might not want an America first agenda. Instead, you'll put forward policies like Joe Biden, which has opened the floodgates on our borders, driven up inflation, hurt our national security, and lowered our standing in the world. That's the Biden plan. Here's more from Trump. Despite the Biden's flagrant corruption, the weaponized Department of Injustice interfered to block the investigation against Joe and Hunter, stop felony charges, and even secretly tipped off Hunter. This just came out recently about a search of his storage units, just a little different than what they did with the gun-toting FBI agents when they raided Mar-a-Lago. Well, Joe Biden used the DOJ to cover up his own crimes. He ordered his top political opponent, me, arrested. They arrested me. This part of the campaign is going to be a very effective strategy. People already think the government is corrupt. They believe it is weaponized against them. And Trump represents those who are or want to fight back. The question is, how much more will the deep state and establishment throw at him? Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is the 13-Minute News Hour.